Blue Shirts fans, welcome to the worst New York Rangers podcast, the podcast about the NHL's least favorite team, the New York Rangers. So sorry I have been gone for a minute. I've been waiting for the news to break. Everyone, I'm sure, has already heard about it. I just wanted to be the first one to cover it, the Patrick Kane thing. So it hasn't happened yet. I'll break down what that means and what's been going on because of that. A couple games to cover. Uh, let's get into it. So the Rangers see some pretty bad losses. Um, four straight, they see, against Detroit and the Capitals. Not great, but Saturday... We played a back-to-back the next day against the Kings, and we won. So it was a really good game for us. Showed a lot of balls. There was a lot of screwy shit going around with our team and our roster because, again, we're trying to acquire Kane. I'm I'm indifferent. You know, we can get him. We can don't get him. I really don't care. But I will say that in all the years I've been watching hockey, maybe it's because I'm doing the podcast, maybe because the Rangers have been doing good the last couple of years, and, and I've been really paying close attention. Maybe it's social media. But I've never seen a team scramble so hard to get one player. And it's not even really just the Rangers. It's all across the league. And my theory is kind of that, you know, with cap space being what it is and every player doing well and everyone kind of earning more money each year, every team right now is doing like crazy trades. But, you know, this whole Patrick Kane thing is kind of getting a little bit ridiculous. And we see inklings of that in this game against the Kings. What I mean by that, seeing inklings in this game is the almighty hockey gods that make these rules about cap space and and trading and all that. Basically, we had called Ryan Carpenter up to play for the Rangers, but we sat him. Basically, he was dressed, but he did not play. He ended up seeing one shift, I think. I don't know if it even counts, but he took a penalty for Keandre Miller. Keandre Miller spit, and that is a game major, so he's going to be out for the next three games. I'm not really going to get into that. I think that Keandre Miller fucked up, but I don't think that he meant to do it. That's a whole different debate. Um, just like I'm just covering this <laughs> for the cap space issue. So basically, we're down a D-man. We dressed Braden Schneider. He did not play. Basically, the rule is if you have to have a certain amount of players dressed to play, but if they never see a shift, then you accrue more cap space by them not playing. It's kind of confusing, but that's how it goes. So technically, Braden Schneider did not play. He's also got sent down to Hartford Wolfpack. He's not going to see a game there. Again, the theory is if he's down at Hartford, he'll acquire, will acquire more cap space to be able to trade. This is all happening hopefully by tomorrow to get Kane. Just a lot of screwy stuff. That put us in a, in a, in a weird position for this game against the Kings because we only had four defensemen, and we had to cycle through four of them for a whole game. That was kind of weird. And all it really did for me, honestly, was show that, you know, the defense that we have are very strong and they'll they'll answer the call when they are called. But all of this just to acquire one player is, I wouldn't say ridiculous, but, you know, it, it's kind of crazy. I get the trades during the deadline. You make that push. Every team does it every single year. You're going to lose players that you like and you're going to acquire players that management for the Rangers or whatever team you're a fan of thinks are going to help us make the big push, you know, make a deep run in the playoffs or make it to the Stanley Cup. But it's just, it's crazy because we've been talking about Kane now for like two and a half years straight and he's still not here. And I just hope that this ends soon because I'm tired of talking about it. 
and I, I just hope it's worth it. You know, I, I just, I just hope that it's worth it. And I have nothing against the guy personally. It's just, we, we're doing all this right now to try to get this guy and he, he better be worth it. He, he better show up. He better make an impact. He better do something on the team because I feel like before Kane or without Kane, however you want to word that, we're good. We got Mikola. We got Teresinko. We got Harper a while ago. We got Mott back. I feel like that we have a deep, a deep team with a lot of depth and, you know, we can do what we need to do this year. So I just hope that this whole Kane fiasco is worth it in the long run. But, you know, we'll just have to wait and find out. But I will end this one on a good note, basically. Igor Shosturkin, I wouldn't say shut the door, but he definitely had shining moments where he was the reigning Vezina Trophy winner back. And it was really cool to see. When Igor Shosturkin plays with confidence, when he does things out of the net, when he does the things that he does on the ice well, he's like a spectacle. He's a sight to be seen. And these are the reasons why we put up and say all these things about Igor and we talk so big is because he's just a legend, man. You know, he is, he's bona fide everything that Henrik Lundqvist was. He is the Prince of New York. I love the guy and I'm, I'm just so happy to see him back in this game. He, he had a, a, a few really, really like, you know, crazy saves that you're like, yep, that's Igor. And the worst part is, is that he's so good that when he does these things, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, that's Igor, you know? It's any other goalie would have done these things, and, and you'd be talking about it like, oh, my God, what an insane guy. But when Igor does it, it's like, yep, that's normal. Yeah, that's fine. And we only really pick it apart when he's doing bad, which, again, is kind of his fault because he played like a fucking absolute madman last year. But I'm glad to see Igor back. You know, it's good to have him. Igor and Halak are the dream team right now and I'm just happy that you know I'm confident in our goalies again and I'm confident that this team has what we need to make a deep run and yep that's it this is just a quick episode Broadway bonus I wanted to check in with you guys I had other things planned I wanted to talk about other stuff but this trade is just illuminating over everything in the league everyone's talking about it and I just wanted to get it out of the way So hopefully we get him or we don't get him within the next day or two and we can just move past all this and get back to regular Rangers hockey. I will obviously let you guys know where he goes, if it's the Rangers, if it's another team, just so we have a resolution to this story. And, you know, other than that, we just keep on trucking. Rangers are in a good spot. We're doing well, playing well, returned to form on our last game. And I don't think that there's any cause for concern when it comes to this team, whether or not we acquire him. So... I appreciate all you guys for listening, and just remember, it's not over till it's over, no quit, praise be to Kako, and let's go Rangers.